0: All right, take two. Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of and I'm your host, Joe Zerr, Jr., and with me is my co-host, Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan?
1: Oh, I'm still fine, Joe. Are you still fine?
0: Yeah, I'm better now that um, I remembered to plug a cord in that was making things not work. Glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. So... um Yeah, we did. Well, I did some racing this weekend and you were at the track. But before we get to that, I would like to thank our sponsor. They are the Blooming Prairie RC Park. Uh, They have a trophy race coming up here pretty quick on July 3rd. Uh, They have the MyLapse transponder system. They have a covered driver's stand. Um, They have car rentals. Come check them out at blooming prairie rc park on facebook dude it's a good time they're rebuilding the track so they're gonna have a fresh layout for the trophy race i'm kind of excited to try it out sweet yeah so what's new with you ryan so what was it saturday you came up and asked me for a mini truggy body which i did not have with me what was going on this weekend in north branch
1: I was missing all kinds of stuff, so I, I went up Friday. Yep. Uh, shook down the buggy. wasn't real interested in practicing the mini truggy. It's just yeah more more chances to break stuff. So I knew it was going to be fine. So anyway, I'd, I I must have ran maybe three minutes of nitro buggy on Friday, and I said, all right, well this is decent. I'll be ready to go for tomorrow. Right. Packed. I packed a lot of my stuff back up into my car. Because it was just easier than walking it up into Connor's uh, camper. Yep. And when I got back to my house Friday night, I took my pit bag out of my truck. Because I didn't want all the fuel that was in there just sitting in my vehicle overnight. Right. Well, Saturday morning rolls around, and I'm sure people can see where this is going. (laughs) Uh, I forgot to put that bag back in my vehicle, which had everything i needed for nitro and it also had both of my mini truggy bodies in it yeah that so sucks. i drove up to north branch didn't have my stuff uh, i didn't want to borrow 13 things from various people so i ended up pulling out of the race and going home so sure. i drove up to north branch and back twice for three minutes of run time
0: why'd you only run your buggy for three minutes on friday
1: it was that—that's all I really needed for myself. I know. I uh, knew the I knew the car was decent, so I put it away.
0: I mean, I get sometimes that that's all you need, but man, still, uh, laps don't hurt. I mean, even no, if, even I if just, you have the track uh, down,
1: that that just wasn't what I was. It's not my program. Like if. Uh, if I am going to be there all three days, yep. I know I'm going to get enough running in on Saturday. Oh, yeah. You know, on a typical race weekend, I know I'm going to get enough running in on Saturday to get myself to basically the best that I can be. Sure. And so I I never really run hard on a Friday. Yeah. It's just not, it's not why I'm there. I, you know, you're just getting done with your work week.
0: I just basically wanted to hang out and shoot the shit with my buddy. Right, I try to get in uh, three runs out of each on a Friday is what I try to do. Sometimes I'm successful, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm heavier on another vehicle, but I try to get in at least, you know. It's just, I'm not really, like, there's guys out there that are put their car down on a new layout and they're instantly good within the end of a pack. I need at least three runs to like, okay, do this line instead of that and all that other stuff. Sure. So, yeah, that was actually uh, a very shortened weekend and the MNRC, I think we made a correct call making it into just a Saturday event. Right. Um, There was rain in the forecast all weekend or for Sunday and it wasn't going away. And we didn't want to make the call too early because we've been bitten by that before where we make the call and then the Sunday after is just beautiful. But, dude, the track was fun. I Yeah, wish
1: how, I, did, how did your Saturday go?
0: Well, I made a decision on tires because um, the track did get a little bumpy. So I went with the detoxes immediately. And... Round one, my car was lazy and pushy, both of them, but they weren't catching divots. They weren't catching ruts. And they worked well. Round two, it really came around to the detox. I was really happy with the tire. And then when it came for the mains, I went out, started BQ and e-buggy. Those tires were not it. I crashed a bunch. And I didn't have time to change it on my nitro buggy because I was up back-to-back B mains. So it's like, well, I'm going to suffer with nitro too. And, you know, that's just kind of the gamble you take. Sure. But. Yeah, I I still had a lot of fun. And you know what? I'm most proud of Joe 3 for getting his first MNRC podium cool Be- well congrats to him yeah he got it on the last lap too oh fun yeah he was sitting there picking people off he crashed early on went to the back of the pack and then was just slowly picking people off and then uh gotten to third on the last lap so i was really pumped about that if one can live vicariously through their child <laughs> as most do exactly anyway um Do you have moto sheets for that? And then we'll get into some national stuff, and then we'll talk to um, Zach Donathan later at the top of the hour. Yeah. uh,
1: 40-plus Nitro A-Main. Trent Fulmer took the win there. Yep. Iggy finished second, and Joe Scaramel third.
0: Joe Scaramel, the event sponsor with Empire Insurance. That was awesome. He gave away a lot of cool stuff.
1: I heard that. That's awesome. Yeah, Thank you, Joe. We appreciate that. Joe's always Uh, good to have at the track. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nitro Buggy, A-Main. Kyle Holmberg took the win there. Tony Sletton, second. Greg
0: Bommel, third. Yep. I uh, pitted for Bommel, and he was just gone, man. He's got that Kyosho Truggy dialed. Is that what we...
1: I was that was
0: buggy that we just did didn't we? Oh, I thought I so truggy. Yeah, uh, sorry
1: (laughs) that you were you were referring to as running truck. Yep,
0: Greg took the win there. Caden Hins second, Josh Ford third. Great battle between Caden Hins and Josh Ford. Uh, Josh Ford, I think he gave it up on the last lap or second to last lap. It was it was awesome.
1: Um, Four wheel drive sportsman. We covered that. Joe three. Finished third. Ava Dang finished second. And Jackson Bowman finished first. Yep.
0: Jackson's got that low Z-A scale e-buggy dialed. Looking really uh, good with it.
1: The e-truggy guys were added again. Yeah. Uh, added Jordan Court to the class. He finished first. Chad Johnson second. Kyle Kwas third.
0: You know what? They're going to make me eat my words. And I'm glad. Make me eat my words. And that's what they're doing.
1: Yeah, they showed up in, uh, I mean, they showed up in greater numbers than 10-scale four-wheel
0: drive. They did. Um, well, if you listen to last episode, I don't even have Which, a. you didn't run that class. Why was that? I don't have one. I mean, I do, but I don't. I've been wrenching. I took today off. And, dude, I'm. All right, I'm going to say this real quick.
1: So, where's your mini-truggy?
0: Half of it's gone, the other half is in the mail. What? Do you think I... A lot of people gave me a lot of shit about my last episode, which I understand. But here's the deal. I wouldn't have done that if I were lying or any of that stuff. My truck was destroyed, and half of it is coming in the mail. I had to order a lot of parts. Really? Anything steel, any bearing, all of that is being replaced. Half of my truck is gone. I'm looking at my motor right now. I don't know if this thing's salvageable. I should send you a picture of it real quick. But, yeah, I ain't running because it's gone. You know. Okay. What? So, anyway, yeah, I got a lot of shit from that last episode, but you know what? It's all right because I talked about what I stood for and believed in. and
1: Yeah, that sometimes you got to speak your mind for better or for worse.
0: Yeah, I knew I was going to get shit for it. I didn't think I was going to yeah, get Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it is. So I just sent you a picture of the motor that People came out of my People are always going to
1: complain about something free. Yeah. Just, it's just the nature of, yeah, it's human nature. Something free. Yeah, here's this free thing that I'm consuming, and I'm going to bitch about it because I
0: don't like it. Well, the track isn't free. I paid entry fee. You know what I mean. I'm not,
1: Joe. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking
0: oh. about people listening to a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. And that one was free because it was um, not sponsored.
1: Yeah, that was a sportsman level. <laughs> yeah. Episode.
0: Yeah, it was just me getting it out before the fights were on, which were fun to watch. And yeah, check out that motor. E-Buggy
1: was a single A main.
0: Yep. Uh, That was Kyle Holmberg followed
1: by Alan Smith. And Joey Fitzsimmons came from 10th to 3rd.
0: Yeah, he bumped from the B. Dude, I missed the A main by one second. Oh, okay. Now, here's the deal. And we've talked about this before. Man, I hate E-Buggy in comparison to Nitro Buggy. But I do drive the E-Buggy better. And I think it's because there's so much power there, and I know I need to drive it a little lighter. I think that's why I drive it better. Okay. I don't know. It's just a thought I was having on the way home from the track. It's like, man, how am I driving this damn thing better? So, yeah. Anyway... Yeah, it was a great time at Loose Nuts. I can't wait till next year. I wish I could do more. Um, Tony's talking about doing some ten scale races there. He's talking about cutting the track down a little bit and doing outdoor ten scale. And that I don't, would, I
1: don't even think they'd have to cut the track down.
0: No, I don't think so. I think it'd be very. Change
1: rad. it, optimize it, whatever. I I right. think I think his footprint is awesome for outdoor. I do too. Ten scale. And it's on the larger side, obviously, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it gets too far away. I remember running the two wheel drive stock buggy class there and having a blast.
0: Right. And guys don't harass Tony about it. If it happens, it happens. I mean, he was kind of saying it like, Oh dude, this is what I'm thinking. It's an awesome plan, but I don't know if he wants to totally follow through with it, but I'll tell you what, this winter, because he ain't raced snowmobiles that much, he fell in love with 10th scale like I've never seen before. He went from me starting the year beating him in two-wheel drive modified to winning races. It's like he figured it out and like he's got a love for it now. Yeah, cool. It is. So... Anyway, so the Roar Nationals actually happened. The Roar Nationals. Yeah, even though they canceled all the IFMAR stuff, which sucks. All the IFMAR stuff. Yeah, worlds are done. Okay. Yeah. That was to be expected. It was, and I kind of get it because all countries still... I mean, Canada, holy shit. Canada, it's like another world for what they have to do to get in and out of the United States. Right, dude, they're locked down hard. Still, it's like, what fucking world are they living in? Anyway, um, goddamn Mayfield, man. He says, "I'm tired of getting screwed at the Nats." Throws it down and takes a double win. He did. Yeah, he
1: won. He won Nitro Buggy and Nitro Buggy Big Wheel.
0: Yeah, Bruggy, seven scale Buggy. Bruggy. Oh, man. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's
1: so fucking gay. It
0: is. You know what Ty took, I think? Ty was, what what'd they call him, the vice champion?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing.
0: I know. Uh, that's a,
1: that's a made-up term.
0: Ty Testman lost, but he was running a regular body. So, vice champion. Oh, eat it. Eat it, extra. Yeah, his truck
1: looked like a truck. I'll give him that.
0: I liked it. You know what? That second is a win because his truck looked like a truck. Those f- fucking new truck bodies. God, I thought it would grow on me, Ryan. I thought it would. Just, be- I thought it would grow on you too, because you just you like stupid gimmicky shit. Sometimes. I do. I do. I really do. And and it, like I explained before, like back in twenty. 2009 2010 when the cab forward bodies were coming out oh i hated them and i talked so much shit about them but then they grew on me and now they're just standard so this one's not growing on me at all it's like the more i see it the more i'm repelled um i think j concepts does have the best looking one but it's the best of a bad situation
1: I don't understand why we have, why you want to have two classes that look identical except one's got a, a little bit bigger tires.
0: Because roar is feckless, and they did not step in when they had an obvious chance to. Well, they still could. But they didn't. This was they their. Cha- chance. They can change a rule. Well, they did plenty of that. Like wings, there was a wing gate this weekend. Freaking! All of a sudden. You, people can't run wings that they were running at Roar Nationals before and all that other crap. And then fuel tank deal, you saw what happened there. Two of the fastest guys were um, DQ'd.
1: Yeah, well, one fast guy and one homeless-looking person that
0: did okay. t won the semi-dude. Oh, whatever. I mean, that's fast. That's really fast. But, I'm a conspiracy theorist. You know, they're two hot race drivers. they're the only ones DQ'd. Do with that as you will. Probably flush it out of your brain. I'm just a weird conspiracy theorist. Anyway though, yeah, they, two, two fast guys, or two guys got DQ'd from the main. For, Tesman was under half of a CC. Was that for Buggy? That was for buggy, okay now I would be questioning where they got their beakers what kind of calibration and all that other crap w- was done because that is a legitimate thing if you if it can be used to measure something it can have a calibration certificate a legitimate one and I would be asking to see roars because if they don't have that they're just shooting in the dark it's it's like these a-holes with these cheap $50 calipers thinking that they're accurate which they're not even close you know what i mean right i mean yeah it's good enough to measure your shock collar from the top of your shock but that's about it there there's no accuracy from crap you buy off the shelf i mean i'm in that world i know i've I've calibrated a lot of calipers, gauge pins, micrometers, all that crap. So, anywho, I really hope that they are are asking, you know, where the calibration certificates and whatnot are. And if they don't, well, I don't know. Do you think the homeless dude would be petty enough to sue? I know the testmans would. Does he come from money? I think so. I would guess.
1: I suppose I, he just gets to gallivant around the world driving RC cars
0: and not winning races. So how many poor people are in RC? Not too many. There's a couple, and we try- um. Wait, are you talking on the
1: national level or on the local level?
0: Well, on the local, there's a few more than. Than average. Um, but, you know, it's... Because I've been there. <laughs> oh, I've been poor racing, too. Oh, yeah. But it's one of those things. It's, I, I would be checking into that. But anyways, no one was touching Mayfield regardless. He said, fuck all you guys, and was gone.
1: Yeah, I looked at the lap charts, and I was like, well, I'm not even going to watch... The footage because
0: no no reason in,
1: in truck uh he never
0: lost the lead not even on fuel stops nope so. um our guy our local guy seth van dalen went from i would say the pro basement to putting it in the main and taking eighth that is pretty good because i was watching qualifying and he's around that 37th position all weekend And I'm like, ooh, man, that's going to be a rough one. But it's like he figured out something on main day. He won his quarterfinal, took six in the semi, putting it in the main. Then the two dudes were DQ'd, so he started 10th and ended up 8th. Right on. Yeah, it was really good for Seth. Um, Yeah, I bet they just figured out. The way he ran away in that quarterfinal, it was... Obvious, he got something. And I, you know, I like those, I like the fraction meets; They're kind of fun to watch. It seems like there's more on the line. Sure. Um, uh, It would be fun to do something like that locally for like one race, one time. Uh, It'd be easy to do too. So anyway, what are your thoughts on the Nationals?
1: Uh well
0: I didn't really follow it other than
1: you know looking at who won and being disgusted in those truggy bodies
0: yeah yeah that's they...
1: that's my big takeaway
0: is that's stupid yeah they look
1: fucking dumb
0: yeah they do they're terrible
1: but form you know function over form that's been a thing from techno from their very beginning and maybe some of the other companies are. You know, deciding to dump the aesthetic side to uh, to find that edge. I know. oh dude. Which, from a racer's perspective, I can't blame them for that. I'll
0: just, I'll never budge on the fact that it's, it's ugly. It is. And here's the truth behind it, too. I doubt I'm going to be buying a Truggy anytime soon, even if they had good-looking bodies, so... Ah, uh, one more quick thing before we call Zach, um, AKA was acquired today.
1: Yeah, yay! By
0: Horizon.
1: Yeah, Horizon. Dude, why? Doing so many good things for
0: racing. Why? You know what I mean. It, it's just one of those things. It's. I
1: like, would imagine.
0: Uh, I would imagine Rona's phone is blowing up. Oh, I'm sure. Like guarantee they got a lot of guys gone now. Um Yeah, that I wonder if um AKA get your,
1: get, get your orders in if you can.
0: Exactly. I wonder if Proline's racers. Yeah. I wonder if Proline's gonna absorb AKA and just one thing and that'll be that. Sure. But, anyway, oh, what the, oh, stupid virus protection thing just popped up. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's, the jab? Yeah. The it, jab just popped up? Oh, no, virus thing, it's same virus protection, blah, 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 windows and all that other crap. You do you don't take virus protection
1: seriously, Joe?
0: No. <laughs> no. Oh, speaking of, so I went to the doctor to get a, Check up last week It's kind of funny So I go hard on the vitamins Which is whatever Because if you take too much You piss them out mostly Except for what I learned Was vitamin D You don't pee out vitamin D You just get vitamin D toxicity Mm. I told my doctor How much I was taking And she looked at me And her quote was Are you fucking nuts (laughs) I take twenty five thousand IU's when you're supposed to take five thousand IU's max. But okay. I, I, I told her I just thought you pee it out. She's like, "Yeah, not vitamin D." She wanted to call me a dummy, Ryan. So, yeah, I'm I mean,
1: surprised she didn't say something to the effect of,
0: "Yeah, you you look like you get too much D." She wanted to, dude. My doctor is cool as hell, but she tries to keep it professional. But she she was thinking that I guarantee it. All right, I'm going to pause this and we're going to get Zach on the line. Come on. All right, we're back with Zach Donathan from Donathan RC. How's it going tonight, Zach? Good How are you, Joe? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, so you've been coming on here a couple times in the past couple of years. Every time you got something new and exciting. So this time around you got a nice new website you've been working your tail off on
2: uh yeah (laughs) just a little bit
0: yeah um so i've been to it and it seems a little more comprehensive about how to use it
2: uh yeah so the new website has a variety of features uh that were not available on the last website. Um, so we have uh, updated pictures and diagrams to reflect the new uh, new products that we've come out with in the meantime. Uh, there's a shipment date pop-up and tab um, yep. so you can see when your approximate shipment date is. Um, there is your choice of Shipping options between USPS and UPS. Previously, we just had one option per per type of my weight. Um, so now you have a choice of about ten options to choose from. Nice. Uh, there's an order confirmation email. So <laughs> when you order something, you know we got to order. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so it doesn't seem like much, but it's been. Uh, It was hard to do with the last website.
0: Right, right. Um, It is a lot compared to what it used to be. Um, What I like, though, even on the old website, since last time we talked, you put up the deal when, if you order today, we'll ship on this day. I like that. It's kind of like you set your work hours also, plus you're letting people know hey we're going to get to this in 2 weeks or a month or, or or however far out you are
2: yeah so um since we last talked it's been uh, over a year i guess it's about on here yeah um I it's probably been has been a little bit um but we've been uh we've had a huge huge increase in sales Yes. Um, and so now, like our average lead time is like four to six weeks.
0: Uh, um, huh. and we're working
2: on some new procedures and techniques yep. and processes uh, to decrease that time, and we're hoping to get it about two to three weeks. Yep. Um, when we're busy.
0: Yeah. Huh. So at huh. our busiest point. Yeah, how how dare you not work twenty hours a day, Zach? How dare you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, you know, I found if I put in more than ten hours of making charge leads, the charge leads really suffer.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Or charging
2: products, I guess.
0: Yeah. So. Um.
2: So the attention to detail and such isn't as good as it should be. Right. Right.
0: So, um, what is your new website? Because you got a new URL also.
2: Yeah, uh, so the new website URL is drcproshop.com yep. um, and I'm not sure when you're releasing this but tomorrow um, Tomorrow. so in addition to so with our regular um, website promotion right now for until June 23rd we have a 20% off on $50 or more mm-hmm. um, when that ends on June 23rd um, until the I'm saying the right date here. Uh, until the 28th, using the coupon code Talent T A L E N T, all lowercase. Uh, coupon code. You can enter that in the checkout process or on your cart. You'll receive 20 percent off on a $50 purchase or more. Um, so it's an extra five days for your listeners to get in on uh, the new website. And see
0: what it's about. That is Zach, awesome. Can you
1: do a Facebook post for that and that way we can share it across
0: the platforms? Yeah, uh, of course. That is awesome. So, since uh, you know what? We've talked a little. It wasn't too long ago because the last time we talked was um, right after the On Road Roar Nationals. I think you might have just had a different Skype handle or something. Or we might have done it through Facebook. We've done that before. So, Zach, what is new in your racing world? Are you still just doing the touring car?
2: Uh, still doing the touring car. Um, it's my favorite class to run. Yes. Modified is my new, new uh, favorite thing to run. Modified touring car. Yes. So, my buddy Phil sums it up. Uh, I think pretty perfectly. Yeah, he says you can't have a smile when you pull full throttle on a mod turning car. <laughs> you you've always got a smile on your face, right?
0: Exactly. Now you're talking Ryan's game because Ryan has two Mugens and Ryan, weren't you going to make one a modified?
1: Yeah, you have to put modified kind of in air quotes though because it, essentially it'll be uh thirteen-five. Oh, okay. But I mean uh. any. I think even 13.5 will be really, really probably too fast for my local track,
0: and, um, yeah, anything more than that would be way the hell too fast. Right, right. Well, Dollar, so our local track is, one of our local tracks is Dollar Hobbies, and what do you think that is, Ryan, about 70 by 36? If that. Yeah, it's fairly small. So,
2: oh, my old local track is a 36 by 60. Oof. And mod touring is just as fun. However, you have to be careful because the wall comes up quicker.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the pucker never goes away. There is no relaxation in a 60 by 36.
2: And it's true. It's easier on mod for some reason, uh, there's more forgiveness than in stock.
0: Really? That's
2: interesting. Yeah. I think because you get the extra power to make up for it. Okay. Like there's not really areas you can make up for it, but if you like you miss the corner a little bit, like you have a little more on the exit. Right. And you kind of, you know, it's okay. It so, makes up for itself.
0: Now, what, I know there's still a lot of tire wear in rubber, just not as much as foam. So how many runs are you getting out of a set of tires when you're running mod touring car?
2: So, let's take the softest tire uh, okay. in my that we run like nationally, which is like the Jayco Blue. Yes. Um, like, five to six minute runs, good quality runs, I'm going to say 50.
0: That many runs?
2: On a $30 set of tires.
0: You're kidding.
2: No, I'm going to say competitively, like the first 20 are the best.
0: That's so However, cheap. However,
2: you can get like the other thirty out of the, out of the practice set.
0: So Ryan, why are we running a scale buggies?
2: <laughs> uh, you know, that's spec turing, or spec. Uh, excuse me, spec tire for a touring car has ruined uh, the rest of RC for me. Oh really? In terms of tire.
1: So yeah, because wh-
2: we buy, we show up to the track, we buy one set or two sets, depending yeah. on how many days you are running. Uh um, yeah. Hand out tire. Yes. It's all the same batch of tire, and at the worst thing you do is you glue the sidewall on. Okay. Like once, maybe twice, depending on like what you do with them. So it takes like twenty minutes. Yep. You do that? They come pre-glued, but you gotta glue the sidewall so you know traction roll. Yeah. <clears throat> and then maybe you spend another five or ten minutes regluing the sidewall or touching it up, adding some more glue to it.
0: Well, that's not uh, bad at all.
2: No, so in less than an hour, I have my practice and my race set glued up, uh, scuffed in, and ready to uh, hit the track Nice for $30 or less.
0: See, and I sent you that one picture, Zach, of what happens when you run the wrong compound on a too hot of track after 11 minutes. They just yeah, melt. It does hurt, but it was my fault. Well, I, you know, well. if if I had the proper tire, like so, if you have a proper set of tires, you could get two race days out of them out of an e buggy, which is about ten runs, which is way less. But it's still not as bad as what I sent you. Well,
2: you know. Uh, You wouldn't have to worry about a proper tire if you just had a like a
0: handout tire. You're right, but you know we're.
2: I know. I know.
0: I I wouldn't mind it. I would not mind that at all. But you can't get an entire group of guys to agree, and everybody thinks that their 50% sponsorship is more important than the next guy's, and then you can't agree on anything. So yeah. What else have you been doing for fun? Have you been uh, on your mountain bike at all?
2: No. So, uh, <laughs> I have uh, not been mountain biking in quite a long time. Really? So I've been very busy with uh, house renovations. Okay. Uh, so, I just... The garage is almost finished. i got to put the uh, outlet covers on and put up a couple more lights, and then the garage is fully finished from uh an unfinished garage with two outlets in it to having over excuse me a dozen outlets in it and insulated air conditioner unit drywall painted all that stuff i like doing that kind of stuff yeah so we did some home renovation do a lot of hiking with uh with my now fiance mary
0: nice congratulations you weren't on the last time but yeah congratulations what do you have a date picked
2: uh, we do. So we're uh, we actually worked on some wedding stuff today. Okay. Um May twenty ninth of next year.
0: Awesome. That's nice, uh late spring, it's not too hot. It's probably gonna be nice. That's that's the right time to do her.
2: Yeah. Well especially in upper Michigan.
0: It's a nice so cool period there. You're gonna be in the UP? Are you just doing the wedding there? Are you moving there?
2: Uh just the wedding.
0: Okay. I was gonna say UP it's not too far from me. <laughs> what do you think yeah. what do you think, Ryan? We're about six hours from there.
1: Uh that sounds about right.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: you're about six hours from Louisville too.
0: Am I? No uh, way. Maybe a little more. If I'm six hours from Louisville, never race there. We're 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 not. Okay. i was gonna say we are i'm pulling up right now
2: are you i'm doing the same thing
0: so from elk river minnesota i'm 11 hours and nine minutes
2: all right well it's a little bad with geography
0: (laughs) no that's up (laughs) well you know i i live from where i live it's like I'm six hours from the North, North area of Chicago. I'm five hours from Milwaukee, six hours from Omaha, all that. And it's like, I'm sitting there in my mind. I'm like, how would that even be possible? Do they have like, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) but yeah. Anyway. So have you been messing with any of, uh, have you been looking into this no prep drag deal at all? I've been kind of curious. Your thoughts on this situation?
2: Uh, me personally, I have not. Um, so for me, it's gonna sound a little um, reducive, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I like I, I'll race off road buggy if there's like a carpet. Off road track or like a loose dirt track or something, right. uh, something like that where the tire wear is it? ridiculous. Um, next best, well, I guess best for me is, is like a touring car and then, uh, then the, the buggy, and uh, and then I'll I'd race some oval first. But there's a, a 10 class that seems kind of fun, uh, with the camaraderie and whatnot. I, I'm not a big fan of the oval, but uh racing against some fellow friends might be fun
0: yeah that that's the only way you know oval and all the anything that you don't turn right in is fun if you have friends to do it with well but,
2: speaking of uh, not turning right then we get to uh drag racing yeah um um you know i I'm not sure. The, the pots are nice. Like the prize giveaways that they do yeah. for the winners. That's what
0: I'm interested in is the money.
2: <laughs> uh, you I have good reaction time and good. Uh, he doesn't. No. Yeah. that's uh, okay. You're a special
0: Yeah. No, but but that's the thing. I don't. It, it's been a thought, and it's like, man, I've been I've been sitting here not for you. Imp- it's like there's got to be a way for every RC company to make a dime off of it while it's still here. Like um, Shore Course was back in 2010. Every company made yeah. a dime off of Shore Course. Uh huh. So. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. So I've I've put a lot of thought into it. And, you know, at the moment, um, you know, charging products is where we're at. Uh, we've had a lot of ideas submitted to us and, um, you know, a lot of them are cost prohibitive. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys don't understand the dollars it takes to bring in a product to the market, uh, like our heated lipo sleeve. Right um that was it's an expensive product it um, is which is why it, it costs so much and people think we make arms and and legs off of it um, and you know after the samples and the research and this and that you know we're, we're, we're in a business to make money but
0: you
2: so know, that's not a money maker
0: no This is a question that I just thought of after you said heated Lipo sleeve that you might have thought of and you might have played with or you might be playing with right now. Have you thought Yeah, here we go. Have you Uh, thought about tire heaters? Uh huh. Yeah.
2: It's uh I have. It'd be nice to to launch something like that. Um It's expensive,
0: Joe. I know. I know. I've looked
2: into the price. I've looked into with the the minimum order um, that's required to purchase something like this uh, with a we'll, we'll say similar to our heated likeless sleep technology. Yep. Um. If you expect. Yeah,
0: probably not worth yeah, it.
2: These big. Well, it, it would be worth it, but it it's probably not the first batch of them. Yeah. Um, the first batch, we'd be lucky if we made any money. Right. Right. Um, but the you know these big companies like will take much more, for example.
0: Sure. You know. You don't they know, much pro- more. N-
2: not the batch, guess, much more. Money, no. No. Just know they carry a a couple products.
0: They probably order a thousand at a time.
2: I'm going to put 10,000 up there.
0: Really? Wow.
2: Because I know how many we order. Okay. And 1,000 isn't unreasonable by any means. Right? No. So we'll say 10,000 on the low side. Okay. Uh with that, you have a lot more bargaining power than we'll say 1,000.
0: Oh, for sure.
2: Uh, but you also have, we'll say, ten times, if there's no price breaks, which there always are. Or, sorry, but, um, so, you know, ten times the cost of what a thousand is for me. But, you know, they've got so many products and, and a lot of cash flow and been established for decades. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 a time thing. Uh, you know, they had a battery warmer that they discontinued. They've had some tire warmers that they discontinued. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they've had some charge leads that they discontinued. Um, so it's not just about making a product and making it cheaply. Uh, it's about making a a good product. that's going to last and that, you know,
0: people want, right. You Uh, know, every year that that's what else I was going to bring up. Every year, you come out with something new to make your charge leads better and stronger. And I cannot wait to see what you come up with for 2022. I have some of your new 2021 charge leads, and they are excellent.
2: Yeah, well, on on that note, let's talk a little bit about them, if you don't mind. Sure. So, uh, I haven't unveiled this to the public yet,
0: but you could be uh, the first two. Oh, we got an so, exclusive, Ryan.
2: <laughs> um, so Joe has been rocking our new Wolf Style charges, uh, Yes. For a couple months?
0: Yeah, three, four, five, around there.
2: Uh, well, yeah. Three months, uh, three but months. You can, you can thank uh, Clayton Young for that one. Yep. Um. He durability tested our product beyond what I thought was capable <laughs> Oh, yeah. we went back to the drawing board. Yep. Um, and started thinking about things in different ways, new ways, and trying to make them better. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Joe, you have one of the first probably five of the new wolf style charge leads, yep. um, which the wolf style, for people that don't know, is the, excuse me, the extremely durable Um version of our already extremely durable charging products
0: yep um and they are extremely the, durable too i um leave. sorry to interrupt but um i always leave so um i always leave a cable just laying out on my table for people to grab and mess with and i have two of the new wolf styles so i leave one out on my table for people just to look at and handle and all that other stuff so, sorry, continue.
2: <laughs> no, that's okay. I appreciate what you do, man. Yeah. Um So the the new Wolf style is even more durable than the last Wolf style. Um and Clayton has yet to break one of the new Wolf styles and he's had them for about 7 months. Wow. So I gave him I gave them to him, uh 3 or 4 months before years were made and I told them to try and break them. <laughs> Uh, and so he's, uh, been unsuccessful so far and he's, you know, so it's been quite a bit of time. Sure. And on top of that, the, the Wolf style has a, uh, a longer warranty than the, the rest of our products. Yep. Uh, so most of our products come with a standard 30 day warranty. Um, and then there's a Wolf style variant for the warranty information as well. Cool. Um, and again, this can all be found at drcproshop.com under the information and frequently asked questions section.
0: Well, that is awesome.
2: Um, So, yeah, you know, so go back to your original point. It's not just about making a, a cheap product. It's about making a quality product that's going to last. Right. Um, and that's kind of what we've been known for. We don't compete on price. And, you know, we have average price charge leads with just the middle sheathing. Um, if guys just want something like that, that, you know, is, is, uh, a little customized or, you know, in a specific color, but if guys want, uh, you know, a true customized lead, that's, that's going to last them for a long time. You know, I recommend the level up wolf style, which is the fully protected and fully sheathed lead with the, uh, wolf style being the extremely durable version. Okay. And we've had guys using these for three or four years now um without any issues yep and you know they've gone through <clears throat> a couple of chargers and so they go from the four millimeter to the XD 60 and uh to the XD 90 connector with a few of the other chargers and it's you know and they've been holding up good and it's it's cool to see these charge leads come in uh after a few years and see what what's going on right um, in the past
0: so you make um charge leads just for about any charger out there from the little eye charger to the spectrum chargers and all that other stuff in between right
2: yeah so we make um i won't say we make charge leads for every charger on the market because there's a lot of chargers out there and a lot of chargers that are 40 years old that guys are using still yep yep um (laughs) but What I will say is we make charge leads for 99.9% of the chargers out there, Mm -hmm. including the iCharger Duo, iCharger S and X series, the Spectrum Smart Chargers with Spectrum Smart Capability, the Hoda Chargers, the ISDT Chargers, uh, the Thunder Power Chargers. Nice. um, And I'm sure there's a lot of other chargers out there that I don't know about.
0: Well, a lot of them are just like the um I charger duos a plus a minus and a balance so um
2: yeah there's uh, there's a little more to it than that there's the the wiring of of how it goes
0: together yeah Something is it, isn't the balance it. different on a lot of them
2: uh yeah, so how the how they're wired together is different yep. um and you gotta know which orientation you need for which charger. Um, so most, and that's why I'm saying it works for most chargers because most chargers are wired the same way, but some of them are not. And some of them have different, uh, balance plugs that take specialized plugs that the majority of the
0: industry does not use. Right. Right. Um, speaking of chargers, I'm kind of curious if either one of you saw this, did you, either one of you see the iCharger touch project?
2: I will in about 30 seconds. Yeah. Ryan, did you? I did not.
0: A guy kind of put a eye charger in like a briefcase with this power supply. Not a briefcase, but a contained box. And then he hooked it up to a big tablet. And everything's controlled on the tablet. It's actually really cool. If, you could, if it could be slimmed down, man, that would be pretty rad to do. The, uh, the, uh, the,
2: no, it's pretty nice. It'd be nice to have a touch screen versus a, uh, a uh, little tiny LCD screen.
0: Right. You know what? I would like it to do, you know how on the Charger it can do servo tests and whatnot?
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know how to use any of that. Do you, Zach?
2: Um, off the top of my head, no, but he's got real-time graphing on his tablet.
0: Oh, yeah, that that's cool right there, too. I, yeah, that was uh, really cool. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, no, so um, I don't know how to use that, and I've never used it, to be honest with you. So um,
0: our, our local guy from RC Tech Labs, Brad Sandvig, knows how to use I'm it.
2: sending this to him right now.
0: Yeah. Brad Sandvig knows how to use it, and he it's one of those things you try to explain, but you can't. Kind of like how you can change your voltage from four two oh to four two two. Get into that menu. I can get to it all day long, but I can't tell you how I do it. So.
2: Um, so I mean, the main uh, servo testing. I'm not sure is super advantageous as long as you have a good functioning servo that. Yeah. You feel is <laughs> quality. Uh, the real uh, advantageous thing with the i Charger series is the on-the-fly internal resistance um, reading you get and um, the not-so-convenient uh, discharge um, and charge uh, curves that are available when you uh, plot this
0: information over a graph on the computer. You did a live uh, video on that a... once, didn't you?
2: Uh, well, I had somebody do it for me.
0: Okay. I, remember, I
2: I might be young, but I am almost computer illiterate.
0: I remember watching that video and being confused. <laughs> and it's not because well, it's he explain and explain. It. It's not because he didn't explain it well. It's just like wow, that's a lot.
2: Yeah. So, um, if you don't want to plug into your your i charger and your computer and do all that stuff, what you can do. Is you can measure uh, to measure your discharge or charge curve, which would be your discharge curve would be while you're discharging, and your charge curve would be while you're charging. Yep. Uh, but most importantly, the discharge curve, because that's what you're doing on the track. You're discharging your battery, you're not charging it. Right. So if you get your smartphone and a piece of paper,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you, on that piece of paper, you mark time, maybe uh, 10, 20, 30 seconds, or so you can even leave it blank and, and write it in as you go. Right. And then voltage, um, you know, whatever your last voltage is when you come off of the track. So for me, it's like 380 or 385 volts yep. per cell.
0: That makes sense.
2: So I'll write, you know, 40, 41, uh, or excuse me, four two four one four zero three nine three eight five. or you can break it down into, you know, more than that. Mm-hmm. And then time on the top. And then you just. Uh, write out your information as you go. So as you hit the, you know, start discharge button yep, uh, on your charger, and then you, you start your clock on your phone mm-hmm. or whatever you're using, and then you can write down the voltage and the time that it takes to get there, Yep. and then you can plot out a discharge curve and, and see which battery is better that way.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: So that's what the iCharge is doing for you. Okay. Um, It's doing a little bit more precise and a lot more points, uh, because of that. But that's essentially what it's doing.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, what do I, I was just, uh, curious, um, do you have any more projects coming in 2021 or are you just going to chill out a little bit after you worked your butt off on the website?
2: Joe, uh, they don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the latest thing uh, that we haven't officially launched yet, we announced it to our distributors, uh, but we are um, reintroducing our LiPoSafe. Okay. And we have a new LiPo bag coming. So, LiPoSafe is similar dimensions to our old one. Yep. And so, it is Uh, Give me a second. I'll give you the actual dimensions. Go to drcprochop.com. Yep. And look under the lipo bags category. All right. So uh, the lipo bag, which is the larger version, uh, which is $15, uh, measures uh, 11.75 by 9 by 2 inches tall. Yep. Um, it can, for storage-wise, it can hold up to 12-1S batteries, 8 S batteries, 6 S batteries, or 4-4S or higher batteries.
0: That's a lot.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's a large bag. Yeah. However, we only recommend that you charge two per bag. Right. Um, this is, all our new bags, our LipoSafe and or LipoSafe bag, are made out of... Uh, 1,200 degrees Celsius, which is about 20 uh, 200 degrees Fahrenheit, which is it's pretty important. Most yes. bags on the market are only about 600 degree Celsius material.
0: Well, that's uh, the thing which will give you. Yep, go ahead.
2: Uh, which will give you, um, depending on how bad the fire is in your pit, uh, a little time to get it away. Ours, um, we've had somebody shoot a nail into a battery in ours and it
0: didn't go anywhere so dang that's awesome because yeah with most most lipo bags i've seen videos to where they say you got about 60 to 90 seconds to get it away from whatever and that's plenty if you're on the ball but let's say do you remember scott jakes at MMR when he he was on the track running when his pits was on fire.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, it's been a number of stories.
0: Yeah. Uh, there, there's so a million
2: It's actually a really good time. Yeah. However, most bags don't hold up to that either.
0: No. Nope. I nope.
2: i burned down a number of bags to see what was going on and uh, Yeah, uh, not satisfied with a lot of them. So uh, our new bags are made with uh, <laughs> the best material you can buy, um, and they're made out of um, this really flexible, uh, like, high-tech, state-of-the-art material, so it's, uh, it's really nice to use. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's, it's not stiff and cumbersome. It just kind of conforms to what you want, and, and everything works really well together.
0: Right, right. I like um, that.
2: And of course, with the all black exterior and interior, it stays clean, uh, or well, at least looks clean, for a longer time. You can wipe it out pretty easily versus the silver slash white
0: sure,
2: of sure. the uh, standard bags. Yep. And then, um, so our Lipo Safe, which retails for thirteen dollars,
0: nice. Uh,
2: and it measures for seven and a quarter by three by two and a quarter uh, inches. It's very for the milliliters. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's uh that's the same dimensions as their old bag. Uh, they do have a new feature, which is a little less uh, Velcro, so a little easier to open. Oh, that's
0: nice. That is Ooh. nice. Um. All right. Well, Zach, we're going to get going on with the tech inspection, a.k.a. the questions. Do you want to stick around for that? Uh, we only got a couple of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would, uh, I'd love to, and actually I have a question I wanted to ask you guys, um, as well.
0: All right. Well, we'll start out with the question from Zach Donathan. Go ahead, Zach.
2: Oh, all right. Put me on the spot. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this today, uh, but Horizon bought AKA.
0: Oh yeah. We talked about it right before you got on.
2: You? Oh, okay. Dun, 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 dun.
0: No, no. Go ahead. Ask the question. Cause we might not have covered. We were gloom and doom.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm probably gonna be much better. Uh, so, what's? Give me the sh- the short of your opinions here.
0: I think um, Horizon's gonna combine Proline and AKA and just totally absorb AKA and take their two successful or two or three successful tires and put them under the Proline moniker.
1: And I don't know about that, but I would imagine that several or all of the AKA drivers have been trying to text. Jason Rona today. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's a couple. Um,
1: couples is the right word.
2: Maybe a few other manufacturers out there.
0: No, there there are. Tires. Um, but this also puts the focus on other like. So I'm a J Concepts guy. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Sweep tire for a scale is really good. And they fly under the radar. And so is Raw Speed. And there's this new company called Jetco. Or something like that. That You know, people sent me messages. Hey, look at this tire. You know what? Everybody starts out stealing when they come out with their own tires. Um, there's um, another company. Senior just got uh, some tires from 6MIC. Uh, They're a European company. So that you know you there are other companies out there it's I mean aka guys it's not the end of the world the rest of the there's plenty of other tire companies out there for you but yeah it is a bummer because aka was one of those companies to where they had like two or three compounds and like three tread types and there's stuff you could have something that worked. At every track, you didn't need a forty-gallon tote full of tires. So, anyway, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what Horizon does. Are you guys there?
2: Yeah. Um, can you hear me?
0: Yeah. So,
2: I don't know, man. Like, I read part of it about it, and I had my first impressions. And typically, combining products, um, brands, excuse me, is good initially and might be good price wise. Uh, like you might see a slight price decrease in tires. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's competition is always best for innovation. Yep. And is, is always best. For price, uh, it, it, because if you have one guy in the market setting the price, you have a monopoly or something of the sort. It There's is a lot of different terms for it.
0: But you know, also AKA's been on that fringe for a long time of going out of business. I remember when they won the worlds. When did they win the worlds? Ryan was it 2018 or 2016? Do you remember? Oh.
2: It was,
0: it was one of those years, and the next Monday, the question was, AKA World Champ, but will they open their doors? And that's when P- uh, Pavitas got released. <laughs> so would that have been with?
1: Would that have been Ongaro? Was Ongaro uh, AKA? No, so
0: it would have been. It would have been 2016, because I think it was uh, Ronald Folk. Do
2: you guys remember what the typo was called before the typo?
0: No, what was it?
2: I don't remember either. But,
0: uh,
2: <laughs> uh, it was called something before the typo. Yeah. Um, and then they uh, mysteriously changed it mid-run. Right. It uh, was, uh, yeah, I don't remember it. I should have uh, done my research for coming onto the show, apparently.
0: They probably got sued by Traxxas and had to change at mid-run.
2: <laughs> I think it was Proline. Uh, it was a Proline tire. Really? I... I'm 100% sure it was a ProLine tire. I don't remember what it was called.
0: I can't. That, that's one of those things that you hear and you're like, oh, wow, and then it just goes into the ether. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh, and also, you know what? Two very fast hot race tires guys got DQ'd at the Nationals yesterday. Um, That's another decent tire company that's making a, splash in america and i would say at this point hot race and raw speed were getting as big if not bigger than aka so i think this was aka's way out but that's just an opinion you know i don't know joel johnson or any of those guys over there i think it's joel johnson and Gil losey jr i don't know those guys i don't talk to those guys so Everything I say is basically a guess. Um, yeah, so it's interesting.
2: To be, to be fair, uh, I think they were disqualified because of their fuel tank size, not because of the tires. They no,
0: were you're, you're correct. Oh, you know what? You weren't on earlier. I I laid out a conspiracy theory that made absolutely no sense, Zach. <laughs> uh, i could have been on this whole time you you could have um it, it, i laid out the conspiracy theory it's because they're hot race tires and they don't want hot race winning a american national event i was just joking it was just a joke but so um let's see what else do we got here for questions ryan's filling up the deal asking if we can talk about mayfield we did and then um x-ray yeah.
1: Zach, I know you're not into uh, 8-scale Nitro, but have you seen what they are calling a truggy body now?
2: You know, I'd love to hear your opinion before I I, uh, answer this question.
1: (laughs) I just... (laughs) It's so fucking gross. I I can't even look at them.
0: Yeah, Zach. They're not pleasant. What'd you say, Joe? I said they're not pleasant.
1: I get so happy wonder. when I see a Techno 1 break. <laughs> I can't remember who I saw break one recently, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that thing... That's what Put it in the trash where it should have gone immediately <laughs> after it was made. <laughs> so,
2: uh, a follow-up question. Yeah. Uh, are you... Uh performance or uh, aesthetic based?
1: No, it I I totally understand why they're doing it and I can even I can appreciate why they're doing it. You're <clears throat> if you're trying to win races you should be doing everything you can in all of the gray areas of the rule book to do that. I'm just so pissed that somebody didn't catch it and you know, make it so that wasn't even a possibility. Yeah. Does that make sense?
2: Well, you, you know, in times like these, uh, I think you'll find the people, um, being RC racers, have a big say in what is and is not allowed. So, when the public has a huge uproar against some gray area, uh, Then, magically, uh, the governing body comes up with a fix.
0: Right. Um, It will be
1: interesting to see where they go with it if they try to, you know, go backwards and say, Hey, our bad. This is the rule now. Sorry that you made a mold. Well, but those bodies suck.
0: They DQ'd a bunch of wings that have been in production for four or five years and that have been ran at past nationals. They Is that d- in line
1: with um, wings that were no longer legal um, at the Worlds back when?
0: Uh, no, These, uh, I think it was the standard HB wing that everybody runs.
1: Right, but you remember the Worlds... Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but everybody had the wrong wing except for Kyosho.
0: Right, right. As you of, know,
1: according to Ifmar,
0: I think you might be right there. So did did Roar update their wing spec? It's very to possible that? to match uh, Ifmar. Yeah. So yeah. You know, Go ahead. I'll
2: throw this out here. Hmm. Uh. Popular uh, opinion. Go for it. But uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, of the rural rules. There, you know, there's a lot of rules um, that have been in place for 15, 20 years now. Right. That have yet to see a revision, and we've gone through
1: 12 scale has gone through a major change. Turing yep.
2: has gone through a major
1: change. Yep. Yeah, that was nice, huh? Mm- Having to put right. having to put less weight on your touring car that's cool. Oh, well, not even the weight, just the design. But I the, mean the design. Yeah, weight was good, but
0: yeah. But then they screw up with off-road those. Zach, did you see that they lowered the weight for two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive 10-scale buggies? Hence, making it more expensive. Because if you're running, I, if you're running stock, you need to be. As close to minimum weight as humanly possible.
2: I'm going to disagree with you, Joe.
0: I I, I was so the la- the last race I was at was with a couple of the country's fastest drivers. Uh, one of them, Nate, Nate Sutherland, he crushed everybody. His car went on the scale. His two wheel drive buggy was fourteen ninety nine or fifteen hundred, and his four wheel drive buggy was. Also right on the money. I forget what it was at. I I remember the new four-wheel buggy weight is going to be 1588. I forget what the old one was. But just watching that kid, and he's got the motors and the batteries and all those combined. See, you do need the motors. You need the batteries. You need the skill. You need the setup, but you also need the lightweight car. Sorry. So we both
2: know that guy can drive the refrigerator on that track faster than both of us.
0: Oh, for sure, than both of us, yeah, but <laughs> I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the two guys that were right on his tail. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh,
2: you know, I'm going to say that 20 grams isn't a big deal. Um, In touring car, No. Yeah. at the top of your body, huge deal. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely tell the difference. For sure. In your chassis, like, it's noticeable. It makes it a little easier to drive. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um. So a guy's spending, you know, that's what I don't understand. So I, you know, I disagree with your point that it's going to make it more expensive. Okay. Because it can't possibly be any more expensive than it already is.
0: Well, okay, and on-roads... <laughs> In on-road, I agree. So, like a 12-scale, it's way easy to get that thing underweight and all that. And same with the touring car, and you're adding weight with both vehicles. But with, let's say, a two-wheel drive stock buggy, you need the titanium upper screws, you need the slipper eliminator, you need the MIP pucks, you need the 4100mm. 4100 milliamp battery you need the battery bar delete you need this that and the other just so you can have a 15 gram front bulkhead so your lightweight car will steer it's just one of those things that it works well for on road for off road man but that's for clay off road now for carpet off road because the tires are about 90 grams lighter it's no big deal getting your car down to 1474 So, for carpet off-road, it's no big deal. It's just a big deal for the clay off-road.
2: So, I'm going to put it back on the designers uh, and the manufacturers of these products. Yep. You know, there's more screws and much longer screws in a buggy, regardless of two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive, than there is a touring car. Yes. Which is absolutely ridiculous, because... There are, uh, it's all plastic and maybe two pieces of aluminum. Right. Um, so, you know, I think there's a lot of design work that could be done that is maybe relatively expensive. Yeah. Rel- relative yeah. Um, being the keyword. So, with touring cars, like, to buy an X-Ray, to buy an osomatics to buy a Mugen, to buy um... A serpent. Or whatever, pick your point. Yeah. 700 bucks. Yeah.
0: yeah. Ryan's got two Mugens.
2: You, <laughs> you might need, like, a couple springs. Yeah. Like, we'll say $100 worth of tuning parts okay be generous at a hundred dollars right because i know i didn't spend that much on the on my cars okay i'm not gonna say which brand they are yeah uh but i bought two cars they're seven whatever seven hundred dollars a hundred dollars worth the tuning parts i have eight hundred dollars in my two cars Mm-hmm. i can go asphalt i can go carpet i can go wherever i want low grip high grip barring tires and bodies I have every part in that kit to make minimum weight all around the globe be able to tune that car all around the globe and do anything I want with it.
0: That is really nice
2: Now you guys are spending three $400 on top of your three $400 kit yep. to get the same thing. So on the low side we'll say 600
0: bucks. Yeah
2: and then you got to wait
0: for shipping. Yep. Um, what I was going to say, and this is a nice thing about carpet, and you obviously know this about carpet on road that the off road cars on the black O's, from track to track, you might have to tweak a little something here or there with the oiler spring, but it's the same basic setup everywhere. That is the nice thing about black, ozite, and off-road.
2: Yeah, I mean, even the same goes for on-road. Yeah. I can, you know, I can take my car from super high bike, like the highest bike, you know, facility in the nation, to yep. the lowest pipe to, you know, super high-glue tires, to no high-glue tires. Sure. And I've changed, you know, a couple of, you know, changed a couple of flex points, changed, you know, the, uh... Spring rate and maybe dampening rate a little bit so your oil in the, in the springs. Yep. Maybe a couple of roll center changes. Okay. Canberra, a little faster. Just a little bit. We're not talking, you know, half degree, degree at yeah. the
0: most. Yeah, nothing big. No. So, all right. More from Ryan. Ryan <laughs> Ryan's wondering, vice champion equals not champion because X-Ray put Ty Tessman as the vice champion in Truggy.
1: That is they they are synonymous.
0: Oh I mean it would be rad if X ray just goes, hey our driver kicked ass and took second and Truggy with a good good looking truggy body that's not a bruggy.
1: I would respect that post. I I do not respect Vice Champion.
0: I really don't either. That's
1: not a thing. But that he didn't Brian Mayfield did not choose testament to run second place with him
0: that's correct that is correct
1: oh God I'm looking at that podium picture again it just makes my blood <laughs> boil but you know what I do like is if you look at mayfield he his shorts <laughs> there there there's stains all over him, and holy shit man.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you know, super.
1: That that's you know that's awesome though. Like when you're the baddest dude on the planet, still, somehow, still, you you get away with that.
0: Hey, but you know what, Ryan? They're not pink shorts, so we'll gotta give them points for that.
1: Yeah, he looks better than whatever the hell Cavalier he's got going on there. Yep, and um, you know, Ty just looks like. Like a guy, like Ty would look. Yep. All got right. The khaki shorts going. He's got the goofy <laughs> ass red shoes for some reason. Yeah. He he hasn't gone down the rabbit hole with the whole red shoe thing. Yep.
0: Yep. I got a pair of red shoes and they disgust me to look at them. <laughs> you know, I've been sadly I've been wearing my uh, special edition Vans, the SCP PK Ripper midlife crisis shoes I got. Oof. Dude, I've been liking them. Okay. You, is there a
2: longer name for a shoe?
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, I
2: thought you were naming multiple shoes. No, just one <laughs> pair. You were saying that.
0: <laughs> no, um I, I don't know if you're familiar with vintage BMX, but my very first <laughs> My very first BMX bike was a SEPK Ripper. Um I forget
2: I'd like to start before I, I I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I would like to it. start this with, how old do you think I am? Right,
1: I was just going to say, Zach,
0: how old are you? I was going to say <laughs> 27. Because
1: if you're any younger than our age, yeah, 38-ish, yep. no, no, you are not interested in vintage BMX at all.
0: Well, that's the thing. Now, I got it when I was... Seven years old, and that was almost the end of that generation of bike too. So that was in like 1989, probably before ten years before Zach was born. Quite. And yeah, that yeah, that's <laughs> that. That's when I got that bike. But then Vans made a special edition um, shoe, so it's like, oh, I gotta have these because I'm almost forty, but I can look young and cool. <laughs> So I've been wearing those around lately. I've been liking them.
1: Some kids Zach's age think that vinyl is cool.
0: Duh. None,
1: none of them think 1980s BMX is cool.
0: That's the next generation. Especially if you made them sit through rad. Oh, dude, I tried again in that. Yeah, mo- it doesn't
1: it, hold up. I've tried. I,
0: I tried again. It, it was on. One, Amazon or HBO Max One of the two And I tried again It just would not I couldn't sit through More than ten minutes
1: Lori Laughlin holds up though Oh all day long Even, even 80's Lori
0: Laughlin, <laughs> I would definitely Sneak another look Oh yeah her. For sure um, Yeah Due to her and... Okay what's hotter though 80's Lori Laughlin Or mugshot About to go to prison Getting her daughter Into college Lori Laughlin. She was still adorable. Yeah, she was. <laughs> She's just doing
1: what any rich person would do.
0: No, you're right. It's... Why did they put the hammer down on her so hard? Make an example.
1: It, it was how did how did David Hogg get there?
0: <laughs> we're not gonna. You know exactly how, and we're not gonna get into it. <laughs> All right. uh, John Shore is wondering oh. as. Oh well, what's up?
2: I actually know the reason uh that Lori laughlin uh so there's a
0: documentary
2: called uh i'm not familiar with who Lori laughlin is but if uh any of you aren't it's the uh the lady from full house yes um and so she and her husband. It's not i don't yeah. know whatever yeah he's mossimo uh, essentially bought their way into stanford and yeah we know that that.
1: yeah oh okay we want to know why the hammer came down so hard on them when we're assuming we're assuming at least a quarter maybe more like 10 to 15 percent of that student body got there in the exact same fashion yeah like
2: uh an example because she was celebrity
0: yeah well when we were um I mean, I'm sure you've had these kids in your graduating class. It's like, let's say you graduate with a D plus C minus average and somebody below you with a D minus average just skated by closer to the line than you, gets into a massive university with no sport. You're like, oh, there's some serious money behind that. They bought a library and put it in that kid's name. Right. So... Yeah, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Um, John Shore is wondering, has Joe decided which no prep car he's going to go with? <sighs>
1: oh, they're all just so awesome. How can we even make a choice? I just, I throw my hands up.
0: I like the look, Ryan. <laughs> I just can't do it. I like the looks of them. Yes, I'll agree with that. All the manufacturers, well, most there's a body out there called shark bodies. They just do a god awful job, but uh Jaycon and Proline and I'm sure there's a I know sh- there's got to be another one out there. But the big two have done a wonderful job. They've gotten the proper licensing to do bodies and they've gotten the shapes down and it's real they've they're doing really good work with it. You know I got a half of, half dozen B6 vehicles sitting on my shelf in pieces that I could build something. You know, I basically, so you saw Team Associated came out with their builder's kit earlier last week. I have a few of those sitting on my shelf right now. There is a possibility I build something, but I'm only 50-50 on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you do dumb stuff all the time, so.
0: You know what's holding me back, to be honest? Is I would have to get that um, Macklin ESC, that drag king. Because
1: I thought for that sure. That right there, there is just what makes table. it dumb for me.
0: Sorry, what was that, Zach?
2: I thought for sure it was going to be food on your table, but. The no. ESC is definitely the breaking point.
0: No, it's it's because you have to have that one. Like, personally, in all my off-road vehicles, I have the Reedy 510R ESC. I like it. It's got a really smooth throttle, and I can do anything I want with it. Except with the Macklin ESC, they have that Drag King as a specific software that layers in your throttle in five different stages. So like with a hobby wing or a reedy or whatever your poison is, you can hit the throttle and you can try to make it as smooth as possible, but it's going to be a one stage hit to where the Macklin gives you five hits throughout the throttle after you pull the trigger. So that's why at this point, the Macklin is the only option to have for ESC because it just makes a car drivable because you're putting in a three five you got to have the three five some are like oh you can get away with the four five not if you want to win and i want to win i'm that guy if i go out there i want a car i can win with immediately or it's not worth doing so yeah Uh, i'm not there yet (laughs) well we'll i'm gonna go
2: back to the no rules uh I okay, can't. So I'm gonna put back on the governing or organizations that say they're governing that aren't governing at all.
0: Sure. And, but that's the thing with the well, the no prep deal was supposed to be super easy, Zach. It was supposed to be any mm-hmm. short course chassis, and the car had to have four shocks, which it's still a rule, and uh, we it has to have wheel wells to cover the wheels totally. And the wing can't go out a certain length, but and then it's got to be a 2S, and I think it's got to be a 540 motor, but after that, there are no rules. So after a couple of big races where people won some very serious money, there's um, some companies have come out with some serious drag cars that get in the gray zone of those rules. And you have that ESC that does that five-stage hit. Uh, But there are no rules in Roar. Let's say you want to run modified in Roar. There are no rules to having that five-stage ESC in Mod Buggy or Mod Touring Car. I don't believe anyway. But, yeah, it just does things others don't. And, yeah, I don't know. That is crazy, though. There's going to be another race here soon, and um, Scotty's putting it on. It's going to have 40000 bucks in prizes. I wonder if the people winning these prizes, I wonder if they're smart enough to claim it on their taxes, or it's going to be a whoops when they file. I don't know. I
2: think that's the wrong phrase. Hard enough to deduct it on a taxes.
0: Yeah, yeah, deduct it. Yeah.
2: Well, claiming and being able to deduct are two different
0: things. Well, you gotta say, "Hey, I made this." You, it'd be like your winnings at a casino. If you win twenty grand at a casino, you know you gotta deduct or claim or however you want, but they give you the form at the casino. They're not. Yeah, the, well, the dude. The dude running the race, I would imagine, is 1099
1: people. I'd hope.
0: I would hope. If he's
1: not, good, I mean, good for the racers. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. Yeah, that's enough on that. Um, I've been flirting with the idea just because they're so cool. But I've also been flirting with the idea of a monster truck to have for a basher vehicle. Because monster trucks... I like them. I shouldn't. They're silly, but I do like them. Um, Let's get another question up. Uh, Terrell Harris says Tell him when he sees my name on my order tonight to do his first.
1: (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Thanks. Glad to hear that, Terrell. (laughs) Thanks for supporting Zach. Yeah. Getting some nice stuff while you're at it. Yeah. Thank you, Terrell.
0: Rex Welch had a couple questions. He's saying, having not been at the first two MNRC races, how was track prep? Looked like FTR was ran loose and watered. How was loose nut pros and cons for different prep? So both Ryan and I raced at FTR, and it was blown off and watered after every round. I liked it for tire wear. Um. It didn't feel all that loose. It didn't feel that loose. I did I make. I felt
1: plenty connected.
0: I made a couple small adjustments and it was good. I liked it. Um Yep.
1: I dumped all my anti-squat. Yeah. That helped for me.
0: Lots of droop. But yeah. I liked it. Um. I liked that I was able to use the same set of tires all weekend and then use them later on. Um. Because I'm outfitting three A-scale buggies, mine, my two, and then Joe 3's sportsman buggy. That really makes life easier. Um, Loose nuts, it was a little bit looser, but the reason for that being is because it sat for two years without being ran on. So the dust just kept coming. It just kept coming. It was grooving underneath. They calciumed, and they watered the living tar out of it, but it hadn't been ran on. So it was blue grooved underneath the dust, and that's just what it was. Um, I didn't mind that either, though. They did a really good job. Uh, The jumps held together very good. It got... A little rough, but it's not a bad rough. It was good character rough. It's like you had to drive through it or maybe change your line a little bit or maybe change your acceleration points a little bit. It wasn't just bang out of the corner. You had to think about a little a little bit. I liked it. Um I like the differences. I like that my cars aren't rusty as hell at the end of the weekend. That's also a positive so yeah um ftr for sure was different i'll say that much but i did not mind that and loose nuts they prepped it similar it just didn't end up the same yeah so anyway hey ryan are you planning on racing this saturday at all anywhere uh yeah no sunday where are you going sunday
1: St. Cloud BMX. Ah, nice. No RC for a while.
0: No RC for a while. I don't blame you there.
1: Can't even remember to bring my stuff when I want to go.
0: No, so. that's um, senior moment right there. <clears throat> uh, Kyle Quass was wondering. Anyone else feel like racers' etiquette went straight out the window Saturday? When we had.
1: W- when did we have etiquette?
0: Yeah, you know what? There was etiquette to go out the window. Um, well, there was a little bit of yelling on the stand, but it happens. We we can't just door slam people and run them over. Well, they're they're not
1: going as fast as we are.
0: I'm not going to name any kind of names, but there were a lot of guys that were. A scale electric buggy seems like a little bit too much for some people. Kyle, Kyle's a great driver. He's not one of them. I'm not talking about Kyle at all here, but there were guys who were missing jumps and then they, you know, that back triple, they would blow wide and then just gun it straight back into the line and whoever's there be damned, they're going to take him out. I saw a lot of that, but that was more of a skill level issue.
1: Yeah, I thought the other cars on the track were just moving berms.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's that been happening, and, you know, it's growing pains. all. Sorry. Yeah. There's sorry. A, there's a lot of new racers in the MNRC this year. If and you're
1: sorry, pull over.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. I pulled over. like you, if you and don't I- pull over, you're yeah. not sorry. Yeah, like you and I have pulled over for each other a few times when we hit each other racing. Because it's there are racing incidences and there's times when you're just out of control taking people out not knowing what you're doing. But you know, how's the etiquette in bed on road, Zach?
2: Been hit and miss.
0: Yeah, I hear um, you.
2: Um, I've had some conversations with some gentlemen. Okay. Uh, and they. So, uh, try to decide how to phrase this. Uh, I'm not going to name any names. No. Uh, I'm going to say they're faster than I am, which to be the least is uh, frightening. Because uh, I'm not a couch potato. Right. Um, so, there's been some conversations I've had with some people. Um... That I am disappointed in the mm, degradation just... of their integrity to uh, racing racing ethics. Uh, I think that is a good way to put it because they right. had when I started, I saw some very good racing ethics. Yep, uh, not taking people out, uh, being patient. Waiting a turn or two before you give them a little push out of the way, give them a chance to get out of the way, Versus is one turn. Um, you know, I understand everyone wants to be competitive, and it's a fierce racing scene out there. However, um, that's not something that I would condone or something that I do. Uh, being courteous, I think is, you know, when, when you find somebody faster coming up on you, I would certainly like the opportunity to get out of their way versus being taken out. And I try to apply that, uh, best I can to the, uh, racing scene. So it's kind of one of those things where do as I wish to be done to me type of things.
0: Right, right. Yeah. And I will
2: tell you, that's cost me some races.
0: Yeah. I think we've all been. I think this year has been specifically bad in the RC world in general for a little bit of rough driving. But it, it's like something's. It's like after COVID, well, I know some places still aren't. Like, canada we were talking about earlier who's still on a massive lockdown i know poor bastards i know but it's like since we missed 2020 a lot of 2020 people are coming back wanting to make up for lost time and they don't feel like they have the time or patience to be courteous and it's kind of like that's what it kind of feels like to me Anyway, I mean, I
2: think in those situations, I think that's where being courteous and patient is the best time to do that kind of thing. Right. It Really shows who you are uh, one way or the other, good or bad. Right, right. Um, so, you know, you've been cooped up in the house. Well, you know what? So am I. And yeah. So is the next guy. And so have you. And so, <laughs> is, you know, everyone else. So, you know, who, who, what are you about? Who are you? And, you know. I'll throw it out there. I challenge you to be a better, you know, better racer than you were the day before. Yeah. And whether that means faster lap time, whether that means being a little bit more courteous, that means giving that guy an extra corner to get out of the way. You you know, the biggest thing I found is saying, hey, red car, uh, on your tail for the last three corners, can I get by you? Yeah. You know, communicate on the driver's stand, guys are listening yeah up there and it, you know in the a mains in in national events it happens and right it's a lot more than you would think i've been fortunate enough to make a, a couple of them i'm, I'm in the back I'm, I'm having fun i'm just happy to be there but mm-hmm. uh you know it'll be like zach coming through like, all right i got you next quarter
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know exactly um,
2: you know, that's all you need. You just need just a little communication between you guys and I feel like all the you know, a lot of the issues go away and you know, it really brings out the best in everybody when you communicate the right way versus, you know, being malicious. Sure,
0: sure. I agree. Um Yeah. I agree. Uh we got another question from Rex Welch. He said with fuel mileage coming into play at the Nats do you think they were just pushing the capacity of their tanks to the limit and why do you think that track was hard on fuel um I think the track was hard on fuel well Rex you're a motor guy they were dealing with several different kinds of weather and probably couldn't nail a tune um I think that they're always trying to get to that 125 cc but I think it was gnarly because they passed tech for the... Se- uh, wait, no. They passed tech for the fuel tank before. And they ain't pass after because everything was so hot and expanded. So they got an extra half to one cc out of their stuff. Or that's what Roarer said. So. And also, pros are getting so fast with the A-scale buggies. Man, I I don't, them getting seven and a half minutes is, that's tough because they're so strapped all the time. But yeah, the weather was funky and I think that's screwed with tunes. Um, I think we got two questions left. Rick Provis was wondering, do you guys think the Traxxas Max would make a good, be good at racing RC? Jordan Corton said he saw one do a front flip over the triplet loose nuts. Well, I don't think it would be good, Rick, unless you had a group of them. Then it'd be fun. But you know what? Go out and have fun with it. Because that's what monster trucks are good for. It's having fun. And when you're out there practicing, you were having fun with it. Racing? Nah. Nah, man. Nah. I'm just kidding.
2: Head... in the 90s.
0: Yeah. And like I said earlier, I want a monster truck, but you know what? It's unlikely it ever seen RC track or if it did, it w- wouldn't be for racing. Um, last one from Lonnie Walls. He's saying, what's the best method for cleaning diffs and freshening fluids? Um, I like to take the seals and separate them from the pile like your O-rings and your paper gasket. And then I like to take each individual piece and put it in a little jar of naphtha that will take all the fluid out and not, like, destroy your plastic. What do you guys think? Hello? Uh,
2: So what I do... Uh, <laughs> and what I have done for, uh, 10 years without incident, mm-hmm. acting on wood, yeah. that's what I'm doing right now, uh, is I've taken some motor spray. Yep. I've, uh, so I've taken the, the gears out of my diff, I've taken them apart. Right. Uh, Separate the two halves, take the, the diff out, yep. let it sit upside down for five minutes. Yep. Uh, flip the gears and the parts over to a new spot on the on the paper towel. Yep. Uh, and then I take a little motor spray, yep. a little bit, like not a ton uh, kind of it, you know, but yeah. just you know, uh, good squirt here and there. Uh, squirt it on everything. Uh, dry it off with another, another paper towel right afterwards, and then I put it back together.
0: Yeah. You know, that's what I general, generally will do at, at the track. The NAPTA thing is what I do at home. Um, Ryan, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. I'm here. Do you do the Naphtha or motor? Well, you don't wrench on your cars. You put it together and they <laughs> just melt. If
1: I was to do diff maintenance, and I'm not saying that I will or I would. Diff maintenance is for <laughs> squares. No, I, I pretty much do it Zach's way
0: okay yeah you know that is a good way i just do the nap the way because it gets everything spotless Uh, i don't really
1: worry about spotless because i i honestly think two minutes after you rev that thing up it's not spotless in there anymore (laughs) oh you're
0: you're probably correct
1: (laughs) Uh.
0: you're probably correct um yeah and then i would use your diff fluid of choice i like team associated and flashpoint but jtp also makes some quality stuff um a hoodie dude they make quality diff fluid but be prepared to spend 25 dollars on a bottle of diff fluid
2: i'll do you one better what's that uh ptrc
0: you like pt i like pt nice
2: good brand. i've used them for 10 years i the whole time i've been like, looking to, you know, the whole certified thing, they've been, I've had a bottle 10 years old. Yeah. And I'm still using, because it's still the same viscosity on uh, the diff checker and the shock analyzer as it is the uh, the new bottle I bought, because I was almost out. Right, right.
0: Um, so,
2: yeah. You know, I'll give them a free shout.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. And um, our local track, Thunder Road, carries PT fluids also, so. Yeah, check that out. But you know, I don't really think I've ran into a bad bottle of diff fluid before. I've run into bad bottles of super glue, but never a bad bottle of Differ shock oil.
2: The the it's very noticeable on road. Mhm. Um. The batches are. Uh... There are so many I'm gonna I'm not naming any manufacturers I'm not trying under <laughs> no, the room. Right. There are some manufacturers out there that uh don't have the same viscosity batch to batch.
0: Sure. No, that's you're you're probably totally right there. Um... <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Uh right there, Ryan? Yep, gotta follow the new Got it cl- got it cleared up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I was thinking that too but yeah, Ryan, Ryan yeah, he's scratchy throat Ryan. <laughs> anyway, well guys, we've been going for oh, an hour and 45 minutes and um I got to wake up in like 6 hours so yeah, I think we should call this. What do you guys think? Yeah, sure. All right. Well, Zach, tell um everybody what your new web page is one more time, and that coupon code. That would be awesome.
2: Sure. So it's drcproshop.com. Right. Yep. Until June 23rd, you'll have a 20% off coupon without uh, uh without applying a coupon mm-hmm. um, at checkout on, on order of $50 or more. Right. After that, you can use the code coupon code TALENT, all lowercase, T-A-L-E-N-T, um, at checkout or in your cart for a 20% off order for $50 or more. Sounds good. Until until uh, June
0: 28th. All right. Yeah, that sounds awesome. We appreciate you coming on, and I'll put that in the description of the podcast so it'll be easy to click on guys sure
2: so So i'll also make a a facebook post for you and share it tomorrow
0: all right sounds good all right i am joser jr and with me tonight was ryan greening and zach donathan and we have ran out of talent